sit back and relax, educate and inform, cozy conversations, dropping knowledge that's for real, Indigo Studio, always in the know, with Hermine Hartman you'll be enlightened, Welcome to Indigo Studio. This is a very special segment. We're going to talk about community theater. I want to tell you a story about somebody that I know you know, and that was a young Sidney Portier. He found a newspaper ad in the Amsterdam News. That was the black newspaper in New York. And he saw an ad, and it said, looking for actors for the Negro Theater Ensemble. It was a community theater. And he went for the first time. He was rejected, but he went back. He didn't stop, and he got accepted. Well, the rest is just history. Like Sidney, many actors, many careers in theater, in show business, really, start at the community theater level. It's where it starts. They go to Hollywood. They go to Broadway. 100 years ago, Bronzeville was known as the Black Metropolis. Our neighborhood featured some of the world's greatest nightclubs and entertainment venues like the Savoy, the Regal Theater, and the Sunset Cafe. Now the dream is to use our legendary creative assets to bring back the glory of Bronzeville and create generational spiritual wealth in our black community through the Bronzeville Renaissance Project. Our first installation is the Lillian Marcy Center for the Performing Arts, located at 4343 South Cottage Grove, in honor of my mother and my closest mentor. The center will lead the mission to restore and secure the artistic legacy of Bronzeville. This state-of-the-art performance center will be the capital of black American performance culture, and we will preserve the sanctity of the past and the present while launching the legacy of black excellence into the future. Our anchor tenant and community partner will be the African American Museum for the Performing Arts, or AMPA, a repository of black performance arts excellence. Together, we will offer audiences and artists alike the highest level of professional aesthetics and provide a home for the other smaller black arts institutions in our community. Our home is that the Lillian Marcy Center will spark the interest of the community and local government to invest in the rebirth of Bronzeville. The Lillian Marcy Center represents the heartbeat and pulse of the Bronzeville Renaissance Project. Let's rebuild Bronzeville one block at a time. So today we want to talk about what is really a renaissance in Chicago, on the South Side, about community theater. Cozy conversations, dropping knowledge that's for real. Tyrone Patton, she is the co-founder with Harry Lennox of a new theater, African American Museum of the Performing Arts, that is going to open on 43rd and Cottage Grove. She's formerly the executive director of the Congo Square Theater. And then we have Tyrone Phillips, who is a bright new face, a hot new face, the Chicago Tribune says, and he is the co-founder and artistic director at the Definition Theater, and he is building from the ground up where the Persian ballroom used to be. So you, you, gotta, you got some work to do. And then we're going to talk to Dr. Yvonne Wellborn. She's an award-winning filmmaker, the founder of Sisters in Cinema. And she's opening up the Center for Black Media Excellence in South Shore. So you're all going to start down Cottage and just, just keep gonna work on way around. Exactly. And then my dear friend, Chuck Smith. 
He's the dean of Chicago Theater, resident director at the Goodman Theater, and also a board member. And he's the award-winning director and has produced all of August Wilson's plays in Chicago. And he just received the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Joseph Jefferson Lifetime Achievement Award. Chuck, congratulations, because that's, that's, uh, that's hot and that's, and that's new. So, Teron, tell me about uh, your theater and what you're going to do, what the plans are. All righty. Well, so Harry Lennox, which you all know Harry. Uh, Harry and I started talking about this couple, like about maybe five years ago. But uh, the AMPA, which is the African American Museum of the Performing Arts, is the museum segment of what it is that we're doing. It's a bigger project. It's called the Bronzeville Renaissance Project, which is the entire thing. And we're in phase one of it which is the museum, which is AMPA, but then also the Lillian Marcy Center, which is at 4343 South Cottage Grove. Named after Harry's mother. Named after Harry's mother. That's the heartbeat. Like if you want to think of it as a body, that's where, the, that's where everything's going to come out. That's the pumping. Um, a lot of it has to do with the artistic excellence of Bronzeville, right? It, it just makes sense, right? Because 100 years ago, Bronzeville was the mecca, the, as you want to say, a theater hub of where everybody came from around the world. And so that artistic, that legacy of artistic excellence needs to, we want to restore that mm -hmm. in the community and we want to do it in Bronzeville. So we're going to have a museum adjacent to So yes, theater. so the theater and then there's the museum and then there's some other stuff that's going to go around but I don't want to get us off track. But it's, it's more than, it's a, the, this is phase one and then we got, but well, we got seven phases. I'm just gonna say that. Seven phases. Seven. Seven all phases. Right. And and they will open not. Will they open all no, together? No, not simultaneously. So phase one. So 2024, the Lillian Marcy, is we are going to be breaking ground, and that's going to be first. That's where we're going to start. And then AMPA, which has been started. We started AMPA in 2020, is really dedicated to the memorization and the presentation of. Uh, the contributions of black performers and black excellence in the world, right? But looking at it through the lens of the artists, we have a lot of institutions around the world. There's, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel, but we don't have anything that is looking at it from the artist's point of view. And not only that, there are a lot of other shoulders other than the famous people that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. We are standing on the shoulders of a lot of other people. And those stories are not going to be told because they're not, like you said, Hollywood, they're not, but in Chicago in particular, there is a foundation that shoulders of who I'm standing on, here's one of them, but their stories need to be told. And it's nobody else's responsibility to tell those stories but us. So Harry Lennox and I decided to start the African American Museum of the Performing Arts. And it's going to be the anchor tenant of the Lillian Marcy. So we are going to archive, we are going to provide residencies for uh, black arts institutions where they will be able to perform in a state-of-the-art theater, but we're going to customize those residencies to those institutions where they are to help them to become and be bigger. One of the biggest problems, I know you all know this, in uh, theater is always space, right? Where are you going to be or where is your home? And it's hard to be an itinerant theater. And yet most, Af you know, a lot of our African-American theaters, small and mid-sized, are itinerant. They don't have a home. So that is why we, you know, and we, of course, where else better to be? Because we both from the South Side. Right. So we both were like, it has to go back to that because the 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 generations that are coming behind us, um, a lot of people complain that they go other places. Mm. Well, they don't know 
mm-hmm. and they're not being taught that. And so there needs to be a repository for the world to know what black performers and what black people have given to the legacy and the landscape of, Afri- of, of theater in this nation. And so we're going to do that globally. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're starting um, with the theater and then with the museum, and then all the other phases, which is the Bronze for Renaissance project, you know, it's the studio. Okay, so you, you, yeah, you keep that from us. In yeah, it, I'm going to hold that one, because, you know, yeah, for now. Come out. So Tyrone, how did you get involved in theater? Yeah, well, I, I first uh, found my creative partners, and we started Definition Theater at the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign. Hmm. So I got started in high school, actually. I walked into a black box theater, I didn't know what it was or what was happening in that room, but I said, this is really nice, and I want to be a part of whatever this is. So once I realized it was theater, I realized I was also an actor first. Um, so I got my start as an actor on stage, and then I was a senior at University of Illinois, and I found myself one day stuck in conversation and watching a conversation between a director and a lighting designer. I was like, what is that about? Why, why, why am I? What's a lighting design? See, exactly. <laughs> like, what is going on? So I, you know, I literally, I said, oh, I have opinions about the world that the play is in, not just my one role. And so um, for me, it was kind of scary because I said, oh, I want to be a director. Here I am about to graduate with an acting degree, but I want to direct, I think. And then that actually spun, spun into something else. We started a show and had to produce our own show because we saw the season of Cranert Center and we didn't see a show where we thought it was a thesis project. We were a lot of kids from Chicago all over, Southwest, and we were classically trained. We can do the sword fighting, we can do all these things, but there was no show that actually asked us to put all those skills together. And so we produced The Brother Size by Academy Award winner Terrell Alvin McCraney. That was our first show as an organization. And that show drew, we were drawn to that show because it was about our African gods on stage. We weren't playing criminals or, or police officers. Uh, it was poetry. We were in the round. We had music and dance incorporated. So once we realized that, okay, we, we saw it was easy to actually, you know, have people of color on stage. When you look backstage at the lighting designer, <laughs> at the scene designer, or at the director, we're not there. Mm-hmm. And so our mission quickly became to make sure the next, the next generation knows that you don't have to be an actor. You can also have another job that will give you a salary, that you can have a family and be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, that was the main, the main thing to stick to, and our mission now is to make sure the next generation just knows it's possible to have a career in the arts. That's fantastic. And, and with the theater on the South Side, you will attract a whole new phase. Oh, we're excited. Uh, yeah. that you should be. How dependable is your power? As dependable as 2 a.m. wake-up calls, grandpa showing up an hour early, and perfect timing. Because you can count on ComEd to keep the lights on and keep you informed. So your electric service is as dependable as sleepless nights. In all of Chicago, there's no place like Wicked. So if you care to find me, look to the western sky. Don't miss your chance to defy gravity at the Needlelander Theater from September 28th through December 4th. NBC Nightly News calls it the most successful Broadway show ever. Visit broadwayinchicago.com to get Wicked. Our goal is to see you become effective leaders. 
to support your passions and help your community. So whether you're pursuing an undergraduate degree or transferring from another school, our goal, our goal, our goal is to see you accomplish yours. Cozy conversations, drop the knowledge that's for real. Dr. Wellborn, you've got six programs, not one, but six. And when I read about the news program, I actually got excited. Tell me about these programs that you're doing at the Cinema Theater. Well, thank you for asking about that. So our kind of flagship program, well, let me just step back for a second. We have uh, workforce development programs where we actually pay people to learn a craft. And then we have community connections programs where people from the community can come in and learn for free. So with our workforce development programs, uh, the first one's called the Documentary Fellows Program, and it's for emerging filmmakers who want to learn about how to tell our stories. Um, and emerging, I think our youngest emerging person this year is 55, so you, you don't have to be 20. That's your, that's your youngest one? Our youngest emerging well, okay. person. I mean, our, our, our oldest emerging person. I said that wrong. Anyway, uh, she's like, I'm just emerging at 55. So uh, anyone, right. we are open for, this is intergenerational. This is for everyone. Second program is the Learn and Earn program for high school students. And it is our newsroom program. And that's the one um, I think you're a little excited about. We've been working with um, high school students on the south side of Chicago. Our third program is called Sister Social. It's a networking program for women who, women, so we primarily serve women and gender non-conforming media makers. So uh, Sister Social is for folks who work in the industry to get together, share bonds, connect, and learn more about advancing their careers. We have in our community, and that's one of our community connections programs. Another one is called Sister Outsider. It started off as a violence intervention program where we were trying to bring people together to walk in South Shore. And what we did was we hired community members to serve as docents. So they're, they're storytellers and they're telling the story of South Shore as we walk along the 75th Street Corridor. Fantastic. And we would always stop at the Media Arts Center and see how we're doing. You know, they were watching the construction. Mm. Okay. And it was really interesting. One of the docents stopped and said, you know what, let's take a moment and everybody put your hand on this building and say, speak into existence mm -hmm. what this place can be. Mm -hmm. So we started doing that every walk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. People would say, you And know. so now you open. Well, we're planning to open. <laughs> we are planning to open uh, in March of 2023. So we've been, uh, you know, we bought this building. It's on 75th Street. And we've been under construction for a while, so y'all know. <laughs> and uh, we, we got a final date from our general contractor. We're almost done, so we're planning to open next year. Okay. Dean, Mr. Dean, Chuck Smith, who's just done just fantastic things, but started in community theater. So, Chuck, you are the dean of Chicago Community Theater. Tell me the importance of community theater. Why in the first place? Well, uh, it's important, as you've already stated, 
mainly because it's where you learn the craft. Uh, you actually get into the nuts and bolts of, of being a professional in community theater. Uh, you mentioned Harry Lennox. Harry Lennox uh, got his union card at a play uh, uh, from a company uh, that I started with three other brothers called the Chicago Theater Company on uh, uh, 67th and Ebhart at the Parkway Community House in a basement theater. And he uh, uh, portrayed the role of uh, Malcolm X in a play called The Meeting. And from there, you know, we see where he's at now. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's where he first got his professional start. But so it's, 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 it's quite important. But, Very important. But the, the, the beautiful thing about what these, these three are doing is that not only are they starting a company, they own the ground that they're on. Mm -hmm. And that's quite unique. That's not something that happens all of the time. Uh, in, in fact, it rarely happens. Mm -hmm. uh, and with the three of them, Chicago's going to be totally in the lead mm -hmm. of organization, arts organization, theaters that own their own space because we now have uh, Jackie Taylor owns her, her, her theater mm -hmm. on, 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 uh, on Beacon on the north side. ETA on the south side owns theirs, and we got three more coming. And and Jackie's bought the whole block, so she's yes, getting ready yeah, to yeah, create yeah, a yeah, village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's 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 done with Toronto. She's done. It's got up. You yeah. all consult. Yeah. 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 You, you, you don't you don't think you don't think yeah. she you uh, already right. know. No, no. So, this is this is this is this is monumental. Uh, there's only like about uh, I you can name the other. Nationally, you can name the theaters that own their own spaces. You know, there's one in Memphis, there's one in uh, Sarasota, Florida, there's one in Houston. What about there's New York? There's one in New York. Mm -hmm. You know, but one that owns their space. How dependable is your power? as dependable as 2 a.m. wake-up calls, grandpa showing up an hour early, and perfect timing. Because you can count on ComEd to keep the lights on and keep you informed. So your electric service is as dependable as sleepless nights. In all of Chicago, there's no place like Wicked. So if you care to find me, look to the western sky. Don't miss your chance to defy gravity at the Needlelander Theater from September 28th through December 4th. NBC Nightly News calls it the most successful Broadway show ever. Visit broadwayinchicago.com to get Wicked. Our goal is to see you become effective leaders. To support your passions. And help your community. So whether you're pursuing an undergraduate degree or transferring from another school, our goal. Our goal. Our goal. Is to see you accomplish yours. Conversations, drop the knowledge that's for real. 
So in Chicago, 250 live theaters, fewer than 5% are located on the South Side. None are driven by black leadership. So you all are getting ready to change that. That's right. It's You're getting ready to bring some version. Who's the audience? Who are you looking for? Who's the audience? I would say, you know, everybody. I think, you know, but more importantly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back. I think that because we are in Bronzeville, it is the community. Like you said, it is, well, like you was talking about, it's from 43rd all the way down through 75th. It's, it's everyone on the south side because, let's just be honest, the, the mecca of theater and performance has been the north side for so long. And yet the constituents of the south side have always had to travel to the north side. And so now we want to change that. They should be able to get state-of-the-art theater, state-of-the-art media, everything where they live. So that's our primary. Those are the people, like you said, ETA, I, you warm my heart. Because community theater, when I got my degree, my master's degree from UCLA, and I came back to Chicago as a comedian, a lot of people don't know that, I was a comedian, and ETA, Abana, yeah. talked to my grandmother, my Abner gran Jones Abner Brown, Jones Brown the founder, of founder of ETA, talked to my grandmother, and my grandmother said, and she said, well, I don't know what to do. She said, well, bring her over here. And just, you know, we, we, and that is where I got my start. That community, I learned the, like he said, I learned the craft. It's you know? also where Jennifer Hudson. Exactly. Scared to go to Hollywood for that audition, scared exactly. to death, yeah. and went to and ETA went. intensive course, and the rest is, is absolute exactly. history. Exactly. So that's the audience, but more importantly, there's such a divide between, you know, the north side and the south side in this city. And one of the things that I'm hope, hoping that this is going to do is to get rid of that divide. So, you know, is it you want to cross over? Is it is it community theater, black theater or is it community theater, Chicago theater? I would say community theater, Chicago, Chicago theater, theater, because Good. that's the one thing about Chicago, which brought me back. I was in Hollywood and. Chicago has something that is so unique that I've never seen anywhere else. What is it? It is the sense of family. It is, this, it is the camaraderie. It is the fact that I can, I can get to Chuck. I can, I can get to Jackie. I can get to Tyrone. I don't, in, in other places I've gone, that's not there. Chicago is a, a community, basically. Yes. That's what it is. It's exactly. It started, is it started off as a community. And uh, one of the things I mentioned uh, when I accept my award on Monday, that that community feeling is starting to slip away. And I want to bring it back. It should be, you know, it, it's, it, it works best for us here in the city mm -hmm. when we're a community right. because we can relate to one another as individuals, individual artists, mm -hmm. period, without mm -hmm. any kind of hierarchy, mm -hmm. you know, it's 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 uh it's very important that we that we maintain what we have our, our community our sense of community, and that's always starts by keeping keeping in touch with each other and and, and talking to one another. It's important for us too as the next generation because we're like, oh, if this is a problem that's already been fought. That's, yes. We need to know that, let right? Me yeah. If I'm right. pushing yeah. the needle forward, right? I don't want to take steps backwards. So let me know what you know what, what the truth is. And so that dialogue that we're talking about, it's, it's all the time. Here's something I want to ask all of you. One of the pet peeves, my uncle was Johnny Hartman and uh, lived here 
Dinah Washington. It's a whole generation. Uh, Eddie Harris, a whole generation of people who came out of DuSable High School as professional performers. All of them had to leave Chicago. Mm. They had to go to New York mm -hmm. in order to make their living. Mm. Do you think that your theater companies will keep people in Chicago where they can live, make their living, start their families, and stay rooted here? Do you there think is, that can there change? There is no doubt in no, my exactly. mind. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's happening. There is no doubt. It's, it's that change will come. Yes. Yeah. New York actors, come here. They, yes. they, they know this is where the real town, where your chops on stage in film. I think that's changed in the last couple of years because of the film access now that we have. We can make a living as yeah, an you artist. Can make a living. You, don't have, I mean, you don't have to leave the city anymore. No. You don't have to leave. No. You can no. stay here. You can and stay right here. television studio opening that's up right. in South Shore. Regal Mile mm -hmm. Studios is going to be opening up. So. And Center Space. Center, Center Space is already, already going. here. Yeah. So I can stay home. That's right. Yes. Okay. Well, that's the goal. It's a fact. And that, mm -hmm. again, that was part of my, what, uh, what I had to say the other night, that, you know, we've we don't. We don't have to leave the city anymore. You can to, stay uh, here. We can stay here. Make we a living right here. here. Right. Make our living here. Yeah, you That's can. Right. You can do theater. You can do television. You can do movies. Mm -hmm. It's all happening right here in Chicago. And right here in Chicago, in Chicago. In Chicago. it's happening, and we got a renaissance, and it's coming, and to it's the south happening side. in and it's not, south side. It's yeah. Where else, can, where else, is, where else, can where else go? is going to happen? And not only the that, but city, I mean, even yeah. the young people. You know, because I know me coming up as a kid, it was important that when I went outside, in my neighborhood, I'm not talking about mm -hmm. going somewhere else, in my neighborhood, that I saw somebody who looked like me that was doing something, it's gonna be important to these people in these neighborhoods when they leave and they know that they have a state-of-the-art theater, they just went to go see Harry Lennox, they just mm -hmm. went to go see Regina King, they just went to go see Lawrence Fishburne down the street, mm -hmm. right? There's something there that, that there's a pride that, it, that begins to spread there's and happen. Discovery. Yes. There's discovery. Right. And, and their imagination is not being stifled. Right. They're not being told they can't and you have. Think, you think so you much know. better about your own neighborhood. About your neighborhood. Yeah. You, you walk with a, listen, yeah. I'm telling you, you walk with a different sense of swag. Stephanie Mills, I met her. My mama took me to see The Wiz downtown for my birthday. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I just knew that what I, where I was living as a child, it wasn't what I wanted. But I felt like I had no choice. I felt like that was all I had. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. A choice. A is choice. Yeah. And it's I met given. them, right. and Ted Ross, Stephanie Mills, the cast came into the diner across the street. And I'm bold. I walked straight up to him. No, you're not. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. My grandma said, well, I went straight up to him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I said, <laughs> excuse me. And, she, and Stephanie said, yes. And I said, Y'all do this all the time. <laughs> uh, every night. Every y'all y'all do this. This is a job. Mm. And they said yes. Mm. Mm. And I said, and you make money. And she said yes. And he I said, so and I I can do this. She said yes. I said, what do I have to do? She said, you need to go to school. She gave me a whole thing. Mm -hmm. They signed my play. That is mm -hmm. something. That's it. That nugget. That light. That was your stimulation. Yeah. That's it. It's all. That's all. That is all I need. And in any community, that sense of pride of we are strong mm -hmm. black people. We come from royalty. We are not less than. Mm -hmm. When you have that pride about yourself, it changes. Thank you so much for being with me. Congratulations you. on your work. And Chuck, wow. Kudos. Congratulations. Yeah. Keep on keeping Still on. Going. And uh, we'll going. be able Bang, to. Uh, <laughs>
Do theater in Chicago. Thank you for watching Indigo Studio. This has been a lively, hot conversation. Theater coming your way. Sit back and relax. Educate and inform. Cozy conversations. Dropping knowledge that's for real. Indigo Studio. Always in the know. With Hermine Hartman, you'll be enlightened. Amen.